I'm Angela Stowe, and I currently serve as the Director of Student Counseling Services and Wellness Promotion, and I came to UAB in 2002. Allison Solomon, um, I have been with UAB since um, June of 2002, and um, I am currently the Director of Disability Support Services and um, ADA Compliance Officer for UAB. The subject is UAB. This is UAB Memories, where we get nostalgic and share the memories people have made over the years at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I'm Will Shingleton, producer and host of the Memories Podcast. And today's memories, we're keeping in touch and tracking a relationship that was formed and developed both in and out of a UAB workplace. Dr. Angela Stowe and Allison Solomon have spent the better part of two decades making UAB a better place for its students and now work as directors of Student Counseling Services and Disability Support Services, respectively. Way back in 2005, though, they were working in the fledgling disability support office that only had five people in it. They met at a professional development when Allison was just out of her master's program. And as Dr. Stowe describes, her youth was pretty apparent. You looked like you were, like, 15. <laughs> because I was. I know. <laughs> there is no way she's a professional staff. I can say that now, 14 years later. <laughs> um, I obviously, it was very memorable to you during that experience, well, right? Well, no, I think it was just, at the time, our office had three people. So I yes. think that was probably oh, so I busy. I couldn't probably remember. A lot of that I don't remember. Allison had been working for the tight-knit office for a couple of years when her director stepped down. This was the guy that had brought her into her first professional setting. And on such a cohesive team, it was going to be a tough transition for her to face. The idea of a piece of that moving away that really hired me and, and taught me, you know, the basics when I came in, I was nervous. I knew I was not ready to be director yet, and I did not want to be director yet. So I was comfortable with the idea of somebody else coming in, but it was still hard, the idea of him leaving, because... When there's three of you in an office, you have to work so closely together. But it was just amazing how much growth happened with each change in the office, too. I mean, that was, that was big. Now in need of a leader, her office turned to Dr. Stowe. And as they started working together, Dr. Stowe realized that she had some big shoes to fill. The day that he left, I sat in your office and you were not ready for him to go. And I remember thinking... I have my work cut out for me. <laughs> I need her to like me, and I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> but as it turned out, she did like her. And Allison was actually really eager to get the chance to work with her first female boss. I know that I got really excited <laughs> about the idea because there were so many ideas and things that I had, and we were just trying to keep our head above water, but I could see that there were opportunities and needs. And I remember there was a couple of things that I had ideas for, and Angela was hired for the position, brought in as the director. And I remember, I do remember going in and sitting down in her office, and I had an idea for something that I wanted to do. And she goes, well, go do it. That's your baby. Go. Go do it. She was excited along with the rest of the team. But even with that in mind, Dr. Stowe was a little intimidated by how close the team was. It was almost like they had their own language around the office. And she knew that if she wanted to run the group as well as she could, she'd have to learn it. And some of it was a little weird. The first thing that I remember is that the group was, y'all were very close. And you had a lot of kind of rituals and 
things that y'all did that were very special to y'all, you know, which people who do difficult work, you've got to find ways to have humor. And so I remember the shrine that was in the office. Do you remember the shrine? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can laugh out loud. I have yeah, not okay. thought about this. And <laughs> right. seriously, so, in probably I know. 15 years. Well, I remember it distinctly <laughs> because I think I was there a good three weeks before I had the courage to ask what it was. And it was this collection of like the most random items. I don't even remember what was there, but I would walk by it and I think, what is that? Like, that is something. And then y'all called it the shrine. <laughs> yep. And the shrine was just where it started. It got even a little weirder. There were uh, secret societies that were formed as well, that there were items that would go around. And this is throughout student affairs. And if it landed on your desk, oh, you had been right. selected. You'd like been chosen. The bluebird, wasn't it? Right, the, the bluebird, bluebird of happiness. The bluebird that, of happiness. That's yeah. right. It would just show up if in your landed. office and you were chosen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Shrines? Secret societies? This was a professional office, right? What was the point of all of this? I think at that time it was just, you know, I mean, especially looking back that people were, that were a part of, of that, it was just a way to be silly and a way to have a laugh and people that you knew you got along well with and that, you know, it may be that you go hang out after work and, you know, have a drink or coffee or whatever it is. But I think a lot of it was more um, we work so closely together working with students and, and doing the things that we need to do in our jobs. It was a way to kind of have something, a laugh on the side, I guess you could say, and um, we got really, it was just so, ex- it was the funniest thing was like somebody would get it and get so excited. Like you thought it was so horny. I was chosen. <laughs> and so it was funny. I mean, it was silly, but. Yeah. Just imagine being new and the director and walking in and thinking like, this is something. I know it is. I am too scared to ask. <laughs> and probably you're thinking this has got to go. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I, I didn't say that. But yeah, I think it did ultimately go, but I didn't get rid of it right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was phased out. Necessity is the mother of invention. And in an emotionally demanding office space like disability services or student affairs, this team needed a way to keep things light. These offices work to accommodate a variety of different disabilities around UAB's campus and to protect students' mental health so that everyone can have a chance to succeed. And it's tough work. That gave birth to the Shrine and the Bluebird of Happiness and whatnot, but it also helped develop an incredibly close relationship between Angela and Allison. They've had a lot of highs and lows working together, but one of their most entertaining moments came during a student affairs event. We had the division spring, what do we call it, the awards banquet? Employee breakfast. Employee breakfast, that was it. And we always had a theme. And that year's theme was sports, UAB athletics, athletics. Mm -hmm. and so we decided that we would dress up as UAB women, volleyball players, vintage. Yes. Yes. We made our shirts. Mm -hmm. You made our socks. Tube socks. Tube socks. Green and gold tube socks. Um, Sweatbands, armbands. And at that time, we couldn't find any UAB headbands or sweatbands, so we bought them and made our own. Uh, which is reflected in the picture. And again... And still in our office. Yes. I still have those items yes. displayed on my bookshelf. Yes. Yes, and, and my children uh, wear those items. Still. Well, and the funny thing is Puffy we're pen. walking around the breakfast and people were like, so when were you on the volleyball team? Like they yes. thought they were our <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> and the great thing was, you know, so 
So Angela was the director. I, at that time, I was a disability specialist. We'd not right. created the assistant right. director position yet. But on the back of her shirt, it was a one, and on the back of mine was a two. Funny moments like that one helped bring some much-needed levity into a pretty serious job. But no matter how hard they tried, Allison and Angela couldn't always keep it light. And it was during those times that their relationship developed the most. They found that although they were very different, those differences made for a really good working partnership and friendship. I think through the years that we worked together, one of the things that just grew was how we complemented each other and um, how we really enjoyed working together. And I know that that's some of the comments that people would say when we work together, like, do y'all always get along? Do y'all? All? Yeah, we yeah. we do. Yeah. And we enjoy, we complement each other. We, 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 um, you build, you build like where my weaknesses are and you're able to make things happen. And when I have these big ideas that, you know, um, may not make sense, you're able to, to help make them happen. And, um, and it was really a lot of fun. And their friendship wasn't just harmonious. Because of how well they played off of each other, it was productive, too. I think that's why it was so successful, because we complimented each other so well. I, I just have these, I can see it like it was yesterday, being in that old office. And we had never presented at a national conference. And I was like, we need to do this. And she's like, well, come on. And I, I'm, we, I can't tell you how many times Angela would sit in that chair. She scoots to the edge, back straight up, sits down, hands on the keyboard. And then we would start, and we're just like, boom, 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 you know, talking through. And she's she's going. And I remember at the end of that, I think it was that first time, if not the next year, two of our proposals were accepted. Not one, but two at a national right. conference. And so it was just, um, w w whether it was something at home on campus, something that we were trying to do, training and things like that, or something big, like at a national level, it just, it was um, very easy. From a first-time boss working with a very young professional, these two developed into a highly prolific, well-oiled disability services machine. They had expanded their office, presented at conferences, helped hundreds of students, and helped move the vision of what their department could do forward. But there were still things that even they couldn't conquer on their own. And when those things came along, they handled them just like they did everything else, together. I think one of the, the times that was most meaningful to me, and I'm tearing up now, is uh, when we began having children and that that was part of our story too and supporting each other and um, in fact I'm wearing my bracelet today that you gave me when we were going through fertility treatments um, trying to have our first child and how important that was to me that we didn't have to talk about it but you knew what I was going through and um, I didn't tell most folks in the office about it but um, you were you were right there with me through all of that, ups and downs, and um, we did get pregnant, and I did have Liam, and you know, you had to be flying solo for a while. I was on maternity leave, but I remember when I came back, and that first day that I came back, and how much effort you put into making that easier and special, and there was a poster of me and Liam hanging on the wall and flowers in the office, and I still have that poster of me and Liam. It's in his room on the back of his door. Whenever I'm in there and close the door, there we are. That friendship has meant so much, and even when I did leave UAB for a few years, our ability to stay in touch, and when I had my second child, you had flowers at my desk 
in my other job, (laughs) not at UAB when I came back. And that meant so much to me and that our children are now friends with each other and we can bring them to a UAB football game and um, they love each other like we do. After 15 plus years of being friends and coworkers, the relationship that these two share has changed a lot. They've grown from being colleagues to lifelong friends and from relative newbies to seasoned vets in their field. But there's one thing that may have changed more than any other. Dr. Stowe may have been Allison's boss at the start, but as their relationship has evolved over the years, that dynamic has too. Maybe I was your supervisor to begin with, but as our relationship has grown and you've grown as a professional, you're who I go to now when I need advice and support and if I've got things that I'm challenged with or need to talk about or work through, you're my first go-to about how to figure that out. And it's funny now because I don't, I do see you more as a colleague than as a boss, obviously, because that was so many years ago, but that's still there because that's, that is my go-to, you know, when some of the situations that we're faced with, you know, that doesn't come in the handbook. (laughs) Right, right. Some of the things that pop up and we deal with some very serious things. And so um, whether it's in a meeting with other people where everybody's weighing in or it's something privately, I, I have to go to that I'm calling or, t- or texting. Compared to when they started in 2020, the student disability services and student counseling offices are almost completely unrecognizable. They've gone from an office of three or four people total to both having multiple full-time employees in offices that aren't located way off campus. You remember the student counseling programs that we talked about in the Black History Month episode? Those are a part of student counseling services. And that's just one example. There are dozens of programs and events that both of these departments are responsible for. And both Dr. Stowe and Allison have had a hand in a significant amount of all of it. These programs, like Dr. Stowe said, are their babies. They've helped them grow and develop over the years, to the point that it's hard to imagine them without them. They set a powerful example of how to capitalize on the opportunities for innovation that UAB provides, but also how no matter how good the opportunities themselves may be, they're nothing next to the people you might get to share them with. I'm Will Shingleton, and today's memories are about how making friends at work can work. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating. This whole project is designed to bring people into what UAB has to offer, and ratings and reviews are a big step in that direction. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another UAB memory. <laughs>